0: I want to share with you a message today. It's called, The Word That Changes Everything. The single greatest event in human history was the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the work and mission of Jesus did not end there. Following the resurrection, we see a variety of appearances that Jesus made to both individual disciples and to groups of them as well. And though it may seem like several different appearances to many people to prove His resurrection, these visits were much more intentional than that. Through deliberate interactions, Jesus prepared His disciples to be vibrant witnesses for Him for the time when He would return to His Father in heaven. We begin in John 20, verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, When the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace be with you. Everything changed after the resurrection. For that is the line between a social Christian and a transformed Christian that has been empowered by the Holy Spirit. The tomb had become something of a portal from one life into the next not just for Jesus, but for all whose true conversion goes through the tomb experience. Whatever is sown on one side is reaped on the other. Jesus sowed death on one side and reaped new life on the other side. Sorrow and despair were sown into the tomb, and joy and everlasting hope were reaped on the other side. And in the same way the disciples were hesitant and fearful before the resurrection, only to walk in boldness and faith on the other side. In this interaction, we see Jesus coming to His disciples who were hiding behind locked doors at the time. Yet Jesus did more than just appear to them. He began this exchange. Finding them hiding for fear of the Jews, Jesus gave them the cure for fear, which was stunning their growth and silencing their witness. Therefore, He began by speaking life into their situation, saying, Peace be with you. Yet this was more than a common greeting, as it is often used today in traditional settings. Jesus was deliberate in giving His peace in exchange for the disciples' fear of man. Put yourself in Peter's place, for example. You had just witnessed your Lord being violently taken away from you. He was falsely accused, beaten, whipped, scourged, and killed. If Jesus couldn't, or think about this, or He wouldn't even save His own life, you realize that you've just lost your personal protector for your life. Paralyzed by fear, you deny even knowing Jesus, and you run back to cower and hide with the rest of your brethren for fear of the Jews who surely will find you soon. After all, you got to think about it, You've been part of a very public and oftentimes in-your-face ministry. You are well-known now, greatly hated by all those who brought about the arrest and crucifixion of Jesus. Having witnessed all of this, you are completely consumed with fear as it starts to dictate how you move and go about any business that you have. And yet you are greatly confused as you had just come back from your bewildering run to the tomb only to find it empty. There are reports going all around. There's reports that someone has stolen the body. With another report that someone who has apparently seen the risen Lord. What's going on? There's fear and confusion. Does it sound like today? You bet it does. That's why this message is so important for today. Surely, as again, as Peter, surely this has driven both the Jewish leaders and the Roman soldiers mad in their attempts to squelch a rebellion of any kind. Consumed by fear and confusion and exhaustion. You are surrounded by brethren who are probably looking to you in some sense to help decide their next move. And then, Jesus suddenly appears giving you His Word of peace. As the resurrected Lord speaks, as He begins to speak, as words begin to come out of His mouth, there is unmistakable power in His words. You are quickened back to earlier words that you heard from Jesus. John 6, verse 63. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are Spirit and they are life. Your body feels this life as His Word of peace begins to drive out the fear. It begins to drive out the doubt and the confusion something amazing is taking place right before you. As your mind wraps itself on Jesus' first word of peace, you are quickened back to another time of great fear and confusion when you and your brothers were out in your boat battling a fierce storm and believing that you were facing a certain peril. And then you looked and you saw Jesus asleep in the stern in great fear and frustration You frantically wake Him up and you say, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Mark 4.39 Then He arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. This sudden reversal of conditions and emotions was life-shattering. And yet the proof was right there at His Word. The storm completely stopped with his word of peace. You feel the same thing happening right now in this room, filled with your fellow disciples. At the very word of peace, the storm of fear swirling inside of you is suddenly stopped. It has been replaced with a divine feeling of assurance and confidence. Something that the world cannot give. Something that only Jesus Christ could give by speaking peace into your situation. You have not felt this presence so strongly since His triumphal entry into Jerusalem a little over a week ago. But this peace is different. For this peace has already conquered death. It has already conquered the grave. And now it is standing right before you face to face and heart to heart. Surely His words are life indeed the words from the writing of Moses have never been more true. Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, Man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. This word of peace brings life to your mind, to your soul, body, and spirit. The resurrection has changed everything indeed. To you, this is no longer just great teaching. It is life transformed. It is grace received. It is holy and anointed. Surely every spoken Word of God has the power to drive out fear and doubt and confusion and hesitation and complacency. In this instance, everything is coming together. It all makes sense now. Your resurrected faith is beginning to see the depth in every word that Jesus speaks. In fact, Isaiah's words ring true this day. Isaiah 55.10 Isaiah 55.10 For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11 So shall my word be, that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. You have just experienced this firsthand if you are Peter. You've just experienced it. Jesus sent His Word of peace and it accomplished what He pleased it to do. It brought peace. It drove out fear and doubt and hesitation and worry. There's no doubt that His presence before you and the words of truth have anointed power. You have been overcome by peace. This will change everything. As you look back at this day, you will always remember how peace was not just spoken and heard, but indeed it was felt and received. For us today, the same truth and the same power is indeed available. Jesus' word of peace is what transforms our soul and keeps us believing and fully engaged. Though world leaders and beauty pageant participants may talk of world peace, the peace that Jesus gives is altogether different. For it is a personal gift to a soul that is crying out to God alone, God Help me. God, give me something to overcome this fear and anxiety and worry. Lord God, give me your peace. Peace. Be still. Surely, this peace is one of the fruits of salvation. It is proof that the Spirit of God has done a work in your life. That He is, that you have been born anew and a soul that is no longer in anguish. A God-anointed salvation and a subsequent sanctification cannot be fully received until this peace of God is realized. But it is a different kind of peace. Colossians 1, verse 20. He reconciled all things to Himself by Him, whether the things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of His cross. You see, it is a peace that has come with great cost as God's wrath would only be completely satisfied by the sacrifice of Jesus, the Lamb of God. It is because of His blood which has been made as an atonement for our sins that one is even able to approach God right now. Sin no longer reigns unchecked in the life of one who has truly received the peace of Jesus. Slaves to sin no more. The bondage is broken. Guilt has lost its grip and shame has been swallowed up. This is the peace that Jesus gives. It's not just a word peace. It is a power of peace generated by the Holy Spirit breathing life through His Word and speaking to your very soul. Peace be still. It is an inner peace that overwhelms the soul. John 14.27 Peace I leave with you My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The peace that He gives to your mind and soul, this is what He gives. Regardless of what is happening around you, His peace is internal and eternal. In fact, His peace demonstrates its greatest power when we are surrounded by strife. When trials and tribulations become our constant companions. We derive our strength from within, for that's where the Holy Spirit resides. This is how His peace is different from the world. It cannot be taken away because of external circumstances. In fact, what happens is the contrast becomes greater and He becomes stronger as we realize He is speaking to us. His peace is given to us from Christ Himself. It shows that it cannot be acquired by anything that we can do. But it is a free grace gift of Christ. That's why we just sang about His amazing grace. There is a reason that peace is a, is the, there's a reason that peace is the first spoken word to the disciples after the resurrection. And the first word spoken to us when our hearts are troubled and we turn to God. Without the matter of Christ's peace settled in your heart, you will not be able to add anything to your foundation in Him. That bottom part of your foundation has to be Christ's Peace. You cannot move past this time until you fully experience and truly understand and intimately know His peace. For nothing else will stick until you have personally received this peace directly from Jesus. Why is all this stuff happening in the world? Why is all this going on? I don't know, but I believe that we can see that God may have allowed some things to happen so that we could reach out and cry for and receive His peace in this time when you find yourself steeped in anxiety, surrounded by stress, and about to be overcome by fear, take a moment and allow God to speak these same words to you. Peace. Be still. When Christ is your foundation, His peace is the seal on your foundation. Therefore, when you are rattled or confused or under attack, Don't strive in your own strength trying to pump up your faith. Simply call to mind His offer to peace. Put this in your remembrance. Hear these words. Peace be with you. Let these words resonate within you. See it as more than a common saying, for Jesus never gave this greeting. Listen, He never gave this greeting until after His resurrection. This first gift of the resurrection awaits you to receive it personally and to embrace it fully. Ephesians 2, verse 13 and 14. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for He Himself is our peace. Once the promise of His peace is settled in your mind and heart, Faith increases and boldness grows. His strength enters and slams the, the, the door shut to fear and doubt and confusion. You are the embodiment of resurrection power and love and the grace of Christ. Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your Word of peace. Help us to fully receive Your living Word that You are speaking directly to us in such a time as this. We want to receive all of Your Word and all the power and anointing and love behind all of it. So we receive that peace right now. May it emanate through us in all we do, in our words spoken, in our actions taken. Help us to love others the way that You have loved us and help us to offer that same peace that we indeed have received. Peace be still. In Your precious name we pray. Amen.